welcome to episode three of Team Brit Talks. Team Brit aims to be the first all-disabled team to race in the Le Mans 24-hour and supports people with physical and psychological challenges in accessing motorsport through its racing academy. On the show, we'll be talking all things Team Brit, meeting the drivers, crew, friends and sponsors and discussing the issues at the centre of inclusion in motorsport. I'm Lutie Sheehan, part of the team management, and today I'm very happy to be speaking to Team Brit driver Andy Tucker, who will be racing in the Brit Car Championship this year in our BMW M240i. Andy was riding his motorbike in Newport in January 2013 when a car collided with him, causing a range of serious injuries. He tore the ACL in his knee, which required partial reconstruction. He has an inverted right ankle, muscle damage to his lower leg, and a large piece of muscle has had to be removed from the back of his calf. He also has limited movement and deformity in his right shoulder, trapped nerves in his neck, scoliosis and spondylitis in his spine, and a deformed right hand and foot. Alongside the physical damage, Andy suffers with post-traumatic stress disorder, depression and anxiety. Today we're going to talk about the impact motorsport can have on mental health by hearing Andy's story. Hello Andy. Hiya Lucy, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. How are you? Not too bad at all, thanks. That's good. Well, thank you for joining me today. Um, Just reading out your intro there, it does always remind me what a lot you've been through. Um, Can you tell us a bit about how the accident impacted on your life? Yeah, well, it it had quite a a large impact, really. I mean, let's face it, it's not every single day that you go out on your motorcycle and expect to get knocked off. Um, But in my circumstances, I kind of knew it was coming because there had always already been one hit by the car. Um, so it wasn't exactly an accident, so to say, um, that then left me needing six years of, of medical treatment in and out of hospital, you know, four or five times in the span of three months, every couple of months. And it was just horrendous. You know, it, it really wore me down. I couldn't go out and enjoy any of my old hobbies and activities. And, you know, it was a highly, highly, what's the correct word to use here? Um, a big adrenaline junkie, basically, you know, any sport that I took part in was something that would get the heart racing, whether it be motocross, skating, you know, and it it got me down to the point that I didn't quite know what to do with my life at the time. Um, and being honest about it as well, there were times where I really didn't want to be alive and I, I felt like I had nothing to look forward to. So I thought, do you know what? You did carton in your younger years. Let's have a little look and see if there is anything out there in the form of therapy that revolves around motorsport. And I came across a um, report that was carried out by a professor at the University of Leicestershire, I believe it was, um, that showed the effects that motorsport had on veterans that had served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And that led me to Team Brit. Um, I had a quick little look on their website and a little look at a, a documentary on YouTube that's about 20 minutes long. And I thought, you know what, maybe this is the key in finding a little bit of normality in my life again. And here we are two years later, racing for the team, still can't quite believe it's happened. Um, and it has massively, massively changed my output on life. Um, I dare say that, you know, had I not found the team, I probably wouldn't be here speaking to you today. I definitely wouldn't have the level of enjoyment that I have in my life. I definitely wouldn't be getting the adrenaline hits that I get from the team. So, yeah, it's it's a game changer. You know, I, I, I can't thank Team Brit enough for what they've done for me 
mentally and physically. And would you say that um, the the mental impacts of your accident were more severe than the physical? Because, you know, if someone looked at a photograph of you or or met you um, walking down the street, many people wouldn't know that you had the physical um, disabilities that you've got, Andy. But would you say that it's what's going on in your brain, actually, that you've had to struggle with more? Definitely. I mean, there was a, a long period of my time in life, you know, in between the six, seven year period where I was in and out of hospital that I couldn't even face being around cars. Um, I had a severe avoidance of silver cars as it was a silver car that hit me. Um, And the fact that I couldn't go out and enjoy my hobbies and activities meant that I had nothing to take my mind off what had happened to me. Um, The only thing that I really had to look forward to, so to say, was the next hospital appointment, the next surgery. Um, It it put me in a very dark place um, to the point that I I didn't go out and socialise. You know, I, I had no one that, really understood what I'd been through. Um, and it, it puts stresses and strains on friendships, relationships, family. And, you know, thankfully now I have a massive support network through my teammates, you know, from team management as well. And it's helped in every single aspect of my life. I'm in a, a very happy, loving relationship now. My relationship with friends has improved. Even my relationship with family is probably the best it's ever been in my life, you know, and, and that is a, lo- a large part of that is down to Team Brit. There's no ifs or buts about that in my mind. And before you, you came and you, you met us, Andy, and you had your first um, tryout in one of our cars at an academy session, had you gone back into any other form of motorsport before um, be- before you approached us? You said that it was the kind of thing that you really loved to do before. Had you had any other opportunity to try it again before that? I'd had one opportunity where I went karting with um, a car club and I loved that, you know, so I thought, you know what, let's, let's push on this a little bit more. Um, I bought myself a car and did a few track days, but the issue that I had at the time was down to the fact that I was still waiting on surgeries for my wrist and for my leg. I found it very difficult. It was very challenging to drive a a standard go-kart and a standard car. So the advantage of Team Brit having the fantastic hand control system that it had, you know, opened up a whole new playing field for me and I dare say leveled it completely. Um, so it, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity for me really to jump in the car and, and see what I could do. And I'm so glad that I did it because as I say, I, I, I dare say I wouldn't be here. And you talk really, you know, as, as everyone can hear now, you talk really eloquently and passionately about what's happened to you and how, what, what impact it has had. Has that always come easy? Because there is a stigma around um, men's mental health uh, for all the wrong reasons, but often it's considered that men don't talk about emotions in the same way as women do. Do you feel like you've been in that place before where you haven't been able to talk about it or is it something that you found easy to discuss? 100%. You know, it's it's always been something that I struggled with. Um, I saw a few mental health specialists that I really couldn't talk to. You know, I, I had no connection with them. I felt obligated to be there. Whereas with Team Brit, there's no obligation. You know, you come along to the academy and and you push yourself as much as you want kind of thing. And that then allowed me to look at life in a different aspect and say, well, do you know what? I may be disabled, but I can actually still go out there and have enjoyment in my life. I can still get an adrenaline rush. I can get a buzz from doing this. And I think that then starts working on the brain. The adrenaline gets into your system and says, do you know what? It really doesn't matter that you've been through that set of circumstances now because at the end of the day you've got something positive to focus on so let's focus more on the positives and maybe then you can open up about the negatives 
um, I really couldn't talk about what I'd been through before. I found it very difficult. And I think having that knowledge that, you know, say, for example, next week we've got a big launch at launch event. Then the week after that, we've got more testing for the racing that we're going to be doing this season. And then on the 24th of April and 25th of April, we're, we're away racing. I can't focus on anything else other than that. So it allows me to stop and actually think for a change about positive stuff. Whereas all I could do before was think about the negatives and that would make me clam up even more. You know, it's, it's, what's the best way of wording this? Liberating, you know, it, it really does allow you to just open up about the past and not focus on it because you're too busy looking at what's ahead of you in the future. That's a really good way of explaining it. And I think, you know, I've learned a lot about motorsports since working with the team. I still don't know anywhere near as much as you guys. But what I do know is it can be a really frustrating sport, can't it? So from everything, you, you know, you guys can turn up from hours and hours of driving, especially you when you're based in Wales, um, to, to a track day or to a race and something completely out of your control can happen to the car and then you don't race at all. Uh, you can have an incident on track. You can struggle to get sponsorship to afford it. So it can be really frustrating, but it sounds like to you the the adrenaline and that team spirit kind of overrides that. Would, would you say that's true? I haven't felt any real frustration yet I mean okay at Snetterton I had a little spin in the car last season that wasn't exactly great but <laughs> it's part of, it's part and parcel of motorsport you know these things happen accidents can't be avoided um, but it's a safer environment for me than than being on the road everyone's going the same direction and no one really wants to crash into anyone um, so it's it's good that I haven't had that level of frustration yet I'm sure it's going to happen at some point you know accidents happen in the world of motorsport mechanical failures happen but even when they do you know we've got a fantastic crew behind us that will do everything they can to get the car back out on track and that is essentially what team brit does for mental health you know it it helps you get back on track so for me it's the perfect link i thrive off challenges anyway um and you know finding sponsorship to race is not the easiest thing to do but luckily this season I've managed to do it in full. You know, all of my expenses for the team are covered and it's it pushes you to go out there and do your best when you're in the car. So, yeah, I've, I can't say I've had any real frustrations yet. It's been nothing but pure joy, really, um, apart from maybe when Matty crashed into the Porsche, but we'll leave that for another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it's brilliant. And it's great to hear you sounding so positive about it. So for people that have never done any kind of motorsport, may not even have any desire to, can you sort of explain to someone what it feels like to be racing around a track that fast? And when you come in at the end, you come back into the pits, you know, what is going through your mind? It's fantastic. I mean, for example, the first race weekend that I did was at Brands Hatch. Um, and we actually took away a double podium that weekend. You know, we were racing on the Sunday. So in the morning we had one race and in the afternoon we had another. And if you turned around to me and told me when I first started this, that, you know, you go out in your very first race and you place on the podium, I'd have probably laughed. You know, <laughs> if anything, I might have even thrown you out of the window just for saying something so cheeky. But <laughs> it was it was fantastic. The, the amount of buzz that was going through the team at the time. You know, we'd already had Bobby and Aaron uh, secure a podium the day before. And to to equal that, you know, in, in my very first race was just phenomenal. I was buzzing from that for the entire drive home. 
you know, I can remember getting out of the car and my girlfriend was there in floods of tears. She was so happy as well. And it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. If people out there are listening and they've never done motorsport, if they're disabled and they want to get into motorsport, have a look at Team Britain, see what they can do for you because, you know, it's a complete game changer. It puts such a positive spin on your outlook on life. It can do so much for you therapeutically in the terms of, you know, physical health, but also on the mental health side of things. It The buzz and the adrenaline just makes you focus on the next race event, you know, aiming for the next podium. And not just that, but the brilliant thing about the team with the way that they have the cars, you know, so we've got the 118 and the 240 and the Aston Martin. It's stepping stones each time. You start off in something that's not exactly the fastest on the grid, and then you can move up to the next car and the next car. So there's always that level of progression with it, um, which just opens up so many doors and avenues that you know, you've always got that next big thing to look forward to. That's that's a really good way of explaining it. And I think what I found really uh, interesting in what you described earlier in our, in our call is um, that you'd looked at racing or, or driving uh, for sport previously, and there just wasn't the technology there to make you confident that you were doing it safely or so that you could do it comfortably obviously we've got the technology that lets you do that and it also means that you're completing uh competing sorry on a level playing field with able-bodied drivers do you think that has an impact on your self-confidence and your mental health knowing that you're completely seen as an equal when it comes to your ability on the track big time because you know let's face it this is the only sport in the world where disabled athletes or disabled sportsmen can compete on a same level playing field as an able body person. Um, it's it's a complete game changer. And not just that, I think it catches people off guard and makes them look at you twice because they think, well, hang on, they're disabled and they've just, you know, flown past me at 120, 130 mile an hour. What the hell is going on here? Um, and it, it really does change people's perception towards disability as well, which is one thing that I absolutely love about Team Brit. It makes people look it makes people want to know what's behind the technology and it creates a level of interest from able-bodied drivers that opens up communications you know there's that stigma around disabled people that you know should they really be doing things like this and the other drivers out there the able-bodied drivers really help to remove that stigma from the sport is absolutely amazing I mean when you look at Aaron for example who's in a wheelchair you 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 wouldn't expect someone like that to go out in a car full blown as fast as they can around a racetrack and even seeing something like that can can really drive you forward you know you can always look at the person next to you and think well if you're able to do that so am i let's get it done and i think that's what's fantastic about team brit we go out there we use british technology to the best of its abilities and really put on a showcase and show just exactly what disabled people can actually achieve in their life. And that sort of push to show people what can be done. I've seen you do that as well through our racing academy sessions where we've got people coming along for track days who may not wish to be part of the team, but want the experience. Um, and that seems to be a role that you've taken on as as a team member. So you you support your teammates brilliantly and you can see that in the the uh, the camaraderie and in the garages at every race but also at a racing academy um when you've got someone who's completely new to it and maybe quite anxious about what they're about to do do you think that you're going to continue to develop that role as being a bit of a mentor for people that are interested in the team 
I hope so. I really do. Um, one thing that I've really enjoyed doing is helping others um, just completely forget about the struggles and stresses that they've got in life and focus on something new. I mean, we've done that with E-Team Brit and I'm hoping that we can move it onto the academy. You know, it's where I got my start in motorsport and I dare say that it's it's made me a better person as a result. And so even if people are just looking for that experience, you know, we can give it to them, but we can also give them the skills and the knowledge set that they are going to go out there and achieve whatever they want. Because once you've driven a car flat out around a racetrack with a set of hand controls, you know, and, and blown past able-bodied drivers, it's a phenomenal feeling that lasts for a long time. I can remember leaving the academy session, you know, and, and bringing my girlfriend in, in almost tears, you know, it, it was just complete exhilaration. And I couldn't believe that I'd actually gone out there and flown around a racetrack at 120 mile an hour. You know, like I said before, if someone had said this to me when I was having all of my surgeries, I'd have laughed at them and thrown them out of the door, you know, and here I am now racing for the team, showing that we can go out there and compete against able-bodied drivers and not just that, but kick their backsides in the process, you know, and put ourselves <laughs> on the podium. So if I can give that back, if I can help to show other people out there with mental health issues and even physical issues, that there's more to life than just sitting around moping about and just not cracking on with things, then brilliant. That is my goal. I'm here to change people's perceptions on things. I'm also here to show others that it doesn't matter what you've been through. There's always a positive escape from it. Well, I don't think there's a better way for us to finish this interview than that sentence, Andy. So thank you ever so much. I think so many people will take an awful lot from what you've just said, because you certainly have gone from one extreme point in your life to another, and you can really hear the positivity coming out of you when you talk about the team, which is just fantastic. So thank you so much for sharing us that with us. It's um, often can be a difficult thing to talk about, but I'm really, really pleased that you found the team and that it's had such an impact. You're not the only one. I'm so damn pleased that I found this team. And if there's anyone listening out there that would like to get involved, contact Dave or contact Lucy, anyone in the team, even contact myself. I'll put you in touch with the right people. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Andy. Not a problem, Lucy. You have a good day now. You too. Bye. (laughs) 